Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? For starters, drink some water. If you're like me, you're getting over a hangover. I went hard in the paint last night. You know what I'm saying? I was off the Maker's Mark heavy. And today, I hydrated, you know what I mean, after I had some apple juice just to soothe the body. Fucked around, had some water one time, so I suggest you do the same. Secondarily, rate, review, and subscribe to my program. I would definitely appreciate that. And you know, the way that I phrase it, it all seems like one thing. So I think people just dismiss my request because of the way I'm asking. So let me go about this in a different way. I need you to rate my show, right? If you're on the podcast app, you just scroll down, click the fifth star. If you have time, I need you to review my show. So you press the uh, piece of paper and the, uh, the fuck is that, like a pen? It's like a piece of paper and a pen kind of situation. You click that. Say, hey, man, the original black man, he's the greatest. And subscribe to my show. So if you're listening to me via podcast medium or something that streams, subscribe to your boy and help me get litty. All right. Now, in regards to last night, let me tell you what happens when you're around me, right? So me and a few friends, we was at my friend's house and we were chilling and we were eating and we were being jovial and we were playing dominoes and amidst me doing all these things, I stumbled upon some Maker's Mark. So I went around the corner, got some ginger ale, brought it back, had some ice in that thing. And I was in the game, you understand? Now, after a few cups of Maker's Mark and ginger ale, something hit me. And the thing that hit me was the inebriation monster. And I was fucking drunk as hell. So much so that I need to apologize to a certain community. There's a group of you guys that's, that have been trying to tell me about the greatness of air fryers, right? And I've been detesting them. I'm like, yo, fam, you don't even know how them shits work. It's very similar to a microwave. Not in its function, but with its lack of understanding. Do you know how a microwave works? If I asked you right now without Googling, how does a microwave heat up your food? You probably wouldn't be able to tell me, right? How does an oven heat up your food? You probably wouldn't be able to tell me. How does a toaster heat up your food? You'd be like, well, there's like those heat things on the side and it just makes it like nobody has like a concrete thing that they can tell me in regards to how things are getting warmed up, right? But I do understand that some things are safer than others. The reason why I say that is because with air fryers, I feel like these shits is booming. I feel like these shits are growing in popularity, but there's no central understanding about how these shits function. So you don't know what's going on. And I believe in 15 years, you're going to have all these niggas that's exposed to like crazy amounts of radiation and they have all kinds of cancer and shit like that. Niggas dying off at 36 years old. I'm like, yeah, nigga, I told you. Keep fucking with that air fryer. Son. Like, I remember, the, the, and my apologies for cutting myself off in mid-sentence, but I'm just a random man. I remember when the George Foreman grills first came on the scene and how it just had a hold on my people, yo. And... Everybody was making motherfucking chicken. They was making, uh, what what was that? Um, lamb chops. They was making burger. 
know what I'm saying? They was making veal. They was making pork chop. You understand? Penguin chops. All of the chops was happening in that George Foreman. And it was delicious. But the way you warm the food up was very simple. The top of the shit gets super hot. The bottom of the shit gets super hot. It's, it's like a fucking fancy-ass panini. You press it down on the thing. The fucking, the oil drips down into the filter thingy. And then everything is litty. With this air fryer thing, they come to you with this thing that looks like a coffee pot. Put the coffee pot into the coffee maker, which in this case is the air fryer. You press some buttons, it comes out, and things are just hot and steamy. I wasn't jacking it. So I went to my friend's house yesterday, and it just so happens that there were some air fried chicken wings that was on the scene. Didn't pay much attention to it. I was starving. I ate two of them. They were delicious. But they were driven in my subconscious to, to all the way till I got inebriated, right? When I was drunk, we was looking for more food. It was only like McDonald's and Halal Food and Burger King open. So I started FaceTiming my friends if they had wings in their freezer so we can air fry more chicken. Drunk me is out of control. And I don't know if this is like a call for help, but something got to be done. I I called like five people in search of some fucking chicken wings. And while I was calling these people, I'm making jokes. I'm I'm being stupid. I'm pointing at a phone. I'm calling these niggas bitches. Like, I'm doing all kind of just wicked shit because of the makers, fam. So I say all that to say, don't be like me. Don't not drink water while you're drinking because you too will be calling people at two in the morning on FaceTime looking for chicken wings. Something else I wanted to tell y'all is I finished um, Snowfall. I completed it, top to bottom. I wasn't crazy about the season finale of season three. I wasn't feeling that shit at all. They didn't show Franklin going to the hospital. They didn't show what happened to the cop's daughter that shot the nigga. They didn't show none of that shit, son. They just put it in like this dream scenario. I guess that was like a big dream that Franklin was having. And then he got up out the cold tub, got a cane, and that's it? It's just a crazy-ass argument in a, in a parking garage? Like, yeah, come on. He can make his own decisions. You know you're in the drug game, right? Like, first of all, Franklin's, Franklin's um, uncle is like my favorite character in the show. Every single time he talks, I start laughing. I just find that nigga to be so entertaining. But the show is dope, yo. And the reason why I was apprehensive at first is because, like, yo, come on, my nigga. Like, it's another show about trapping. Again, you know what I mean? It's, whether it's Breaking Bad or it's The Wire or motherfucking, what was the other show I was watching? Oh, um, Ozark. And I'm like, fam, all these shows is centered around the same shit. Drug dealing, narcos. Like, how many drug shows can a nigga watch, man? This, what is this positive spin that you're going to show me? Or what is this different spin that you're going to show me about the nigga comes in the ranks? He flips his first pack. One pack turns into two packs. One pack, two black. Uh, one pack, two pack. Red pack, blue pack. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking Dr. Seuss television. I'm not watching that shit. Niggas like, yo, I'm telling you, bro, it's the best show on TV. I'm like, nigga, fuck out of here, bro. Peace and love to John Singleton. R.I.P. Like, come on, my nigga. It's another show about a nigga in L.A. trapping, bro. Like, I've seen this show or movie or documentary one million times. But it just so happens that I just had nothing to watch. And season four is coming out in February. 
So now is a good time to really acclimate myself for everything. So I was like, you know what, yo, let me give this shit a shot. Let me watch this show. I watched the show. I like the show. And shout out to The Wire in this respect. I believe that was the first show to show three different storylines simultaneously. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I feel very confident in saying so. And the dope thing about Snowfall is it's not just Franklin's life. The light like, snake's waking up. He's making food. He's going around. He's selling packs. He's coming back. He's shooting a man. No, 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 no. You have Ocho and what the hell he got going on. You got, um, you, what the fuck is his name? Reed Thompson. You see what he got going on in his, uh, in his life. You got the subsidiary characters seeing what they got going on in their life. Yeah, you know I mean, you got Franklin's uncle. You got Franklin's aunt that was on some lesbian time and then came back. And you know what I'm saying? It's just a whole bunch of moving pieces at the same time. Like, although it's centered around Franklin's life, they they put more meat on the other characters so you can be invested into like four different people before you even get to Franklin. And that's the dopest part. But I wasn't feeling how Shorty just clapped, son, and then just walked out and just, they should get locked up. Is that what happens when you're a crackhead? You just absolved of fucking doing crime? That's how it goes? Because I don't understand. Like, she was going to school. All right, cool. She didn't go to school. All right, cool. She got addicted to crack. All right, cool. She was grieving. All right, cool. And then she just has a fucking miscellaneous hammer in, in her crib and just claps this nigga three times and walks out and that's it. And they don't even tell you what happened to her. Like, she's not in jail. She's not... What is going on? Did Franklin get a kill? Did niggas find out who shot her and then seek revenge? Like... The, the scene that we see when this nigga wakes up out the dream is his uncle walking down an alley and niggas just got clapped. Like, come on, bro. That's that's what you're going to leave niggas with? I'm glad. I'm legitimately happy that I binge watched it now and I didn't watch Snowfall in real time because I would have been tight if I was left with that. But I only have to wait a month now. So I believe I did shit the right way. But if I just spoiled everything for you, then I'm sorry, my nigga. Like, this shit been over. You know what I'm saying? I... I told y'all I was watching Snowfall for Mad Long, so I would tell y'all that, you know what I should have did? I should have gave y'all a disclaimer. But I didn't, nigga. So that's just what it is. Uh, what else did I fucking do? I haven't really been doing much. Oh! Capitol Hill, son. Did y'all see that shit? I know it's like mad. It was last week at this point, but that shit was crazy, son. You know what I mean? And... If if there was nothing else that was, like, glowing in regards to, like, how this country is, just look at what happened, yo. Like, for real. Fuck, I'm getting a call. I'll be right back, yo. Give me a second. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. So, yeah, if, if nothing else was glowing, is I believe there was a large group of people that are white that the term white privilege was introduced into their lexicon. Because when you speak to white people, right, they're like, I don't got no fucking white privilege. Although they do, they just never, they just never shaped it to where it can be like a tangible definition in regards to like what they go through to their day to day, right? And the reason why I bring this up is not because of what you think, right? It's not because they sat on Capitol Hill. It's not because they wouldn't there with assault rifles, but they still wasn't looked at as a threat. It's not because they was charging and attacking Capitol uh, building police officers. It's not because of they were trespassing and they were loitering and, you know what I'm saying, and breaking and entering, like none of that shit, right? I believe the way that they even galvanized 
is proof that they didn't know white privilege existed. And I believe there was this one person that was, this one I think happened. Just, just so I can show y'all like my train of thought. White people was like, yo, you heard about this like white privilege shit? Like what are the blacks talking about? Like what is, what is that shit? Do we have it? Nah, come on. They don't know my life. They don't know my father used to be an alcoholic. They, they don't know that my mom used to abuse me. They, they don't know what the fuck I come from. I mean, what privilege? I've, I've earned everything I've ever got. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I've ever got was earned by me and on the merits of my work. Although that I probably have this house because they stopped blacks from coming in here. Although because I have five white neighbors, the property value increased so a, a, a class of people can't move in here or never can move in here. It's not because none of that shit, right? It's because I am a hard worker. My father was a fucking store manager. My mom worked at a department store and we have a five-story house because of it because that's what hard work is, right? And there was this one person probably in the back and it was like... Yo, yo, we we actually do have white privilege. And they was like, what you mean? I'm like, yo, listen, man, the, the blacks got a, they got a point. Like that we really do have white privilege and not for nothing. We used to use that shit for Trump. They was like, use that shit for Trump. Yeah, bro, we got to use it for Trump. And they was like, all right, check this out. Based on what black people are saying, if we do something inflammatory, Nothing's really going to happen to us, right? And it's crazy. We 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 never did this before. Like, y'all heard? Did y'all hear like these black people talking about like Black Wall Street and shit like that? And how like white people came and like eviscerated the whole town and nothing happened to nobody? And yeah, why is it that the white people from seventy years ago are gonna have all the fun and not us? When are we gonna start wilding? Maybe these black niggas do have a fucking point, man. Maybe we do have white privilege. You know what we need to do? We need to. We need to mob on some shit. Like, no, not not those tiki torch losers. Like, we need to do like some some real mobbing. If we got this privilege that these black people say that we do, what we need to do in honor of Trump is storm the Capitol building. What do you say? Yeah, yeah. Like, I just feel like it was a whole bunch of excitement from everyone. They were like, "Nigga, it's lit, boy. We about to show them." I don't know if I got this privilege shit, but I'm about to find out. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, pass my mag. It had its lit. The things I was seeing was out of hand, son. Like, it was it was almost comical that nobody got shot. Like, the one woman got shot from what I saw, and but she didn't get shot by a police officer. You know, let me tell you guys something, and you guys can take this with you. If you're ever in a situation to where you're doing something rebellious, Right? You're standing your ground. You're doing what you have to do. You want to get the word out. And the way you're getting the word out is an act of defiance. And you're going against security guards. And you're going against police officers. And I mean, maybe you've reached places to where you're having town hall meetings about what you got talking about, whatever have you. Whether you're a community organizer, if you're just a rebel rouser, whoever you are, right? Just please take this with you. If you ever. See somebody with a suit on, with a gun, those are not the people, like, protest time is over. And I mean, you might get away with some shit if it's a cop, might get away with some shit if it's the sheriff or a deputy of some sort or the head person at this place or the head person at this precinct, whatever have you, right? The chief of this. But if you see somebody with no 
uniform on, them niggas have on a suit and dress shoes, and they pull a gun out on your ass, you need to stop what you're doing immediately. Because those people don't exist on public record. Like, there will be no trial for the man that shot Shorty um, when they were trying to break through that glass. Like, he doesn't exist. He's like another sector of human being. Like, those are the niggas that, when you get like four point, when you get a 4.0 in Yale and Princeton and everything like that, and you're just chilling in your dorm room and you just get a knock on your door and I'm like, hey, what's up, Jake? You know, my name is Tom Shuttlesworth and I'm an associate for the CIA. Would you like to work with me? Like, those are like the other people, like the Tom Cruise people and Mission Impossible and all that kind of shit. You know, those jobs were like, wow, I wonder how you even, how do you become an analyst for such and such and such? Like, you don't get that job. That job gets you. Them niggas find you through some kind of aptitude test and they give you a suit and they're like your fam. If you feel endangered, you kill niggas and nothing's ever going to happen to you. Because they trust your intellect and they trust your critical thinking skills, right? They're, these people are like above a police officer where you just got to do some training for six months. No, no, no. With these people, six months is going into like grappling and, and gun training, right? These people can fuck you up in, in like five moves type shit. When these people shoot, they don't miss. Like if, you, if you've seen, he shot that gun one time and she was down for the count. Through glass. And didn't hit nobody else with like pinpoint accuracy. They, those people with the suits is not to be fucked with, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you ever go to DC, if you want everyone to do some protesting on yourself, if, if if a family member of yours is done dirty and you, if you see somebody with a suit on, reach for his waist, you are as good as finished because there's nobody that you can call. There is no calling a cop to help you. There is no, it, those people are, those people don't exist. Those are John Doe people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had clear pictures and videos of everybody besides the nigga that shot Shorty, and that is for a reason. You know what I mean? That person works in, like, the sub-basement of the Capitol building when you have to get your eye eye scanned and your hands fingerprinted and, like, you know what I'm saying? Shorty's fucked with nigga. Shorty fucked with someone with the suit on. So she got what she deserved. I just gotta fucking say that shit. You know what I mean? To close it out, you know, I love talking to you guys, man. That that week I um I took off, I that really got to me, man. I can't be taking weeks off, man. I gotta talk to my people. But we're at the top of January, right? We got February, we got March, even April. We don't know how long it's going to be cold. When's the last time you put your coat in the washing machine? Be real with me. Or the dry cleaner. When's the last time? Whenever it stops getting hot, you just put it right back in the closet and you go back to wearing jean jackets and it just never occurs to you to wash these things, man. Wash your coats. Put your coat, take $6 and get your coat dry cleaned. Stop going five years without cleaning your coat. It's nasty. It's no good. That coat is protecting you from the elements and it's going to bring five years worth of elements into your crib. No dry clean action. No washing machine action. No nothing. You, know, you, know, you can't even like Lysol it down. You got to do what got to be done in the community, my nigga. Don't be the person with a dirty coat because there ain't nothing worse than when you try to talk to shorty or whatever and she sees like those, those dirt rings. We all know about those dirt rings. Those, those dirt rings. Maybe you was leaning on a car. We don't know what the fuck you was doing, but you're dirty. Speaking of dirty, 
uh, happy birthday, Sean Paul. The TA. You know what I'm saying? We need to have like a big discussion about Sean Paul and how transformative his music was to Americans. I didn't know nothing about dancehall until Sean Paul came out. That's just what it is. That's the fucking truth. And anybody who disagrees with you that's not West Indian is lying. They're fucking lying. Nobody knew about Wayne Wonder in the 90s niggas and fucking Barrington Levy in the 90s. Nobody. Who the fuck? Like, a, a, a small community of people knew. But when Dutty Rock came out in 2002 and Get Busy and Just Give Me the Light and all that type of shit, that's what, in American mainstream, that's what puts shit on the map. You know what I'm saying? Uh... I don't know why I just thought about that, but I just feel like Sean Paul never gets his just due. It was told to me that he's like the golden crust of like Jamaica to where golden crust introduced everybody to oxtail, but that's not like real oxtail. And Sean Paul technically is a dancehall artist, but that's not like real dancehall. Real dancehall is like Movado and all them niggas. So I don't know, man. Like somebody had to come to the forefront with the shit, man. You know what I mean? Like somebody had to get the shit clicking. Because ain't ain't no ain't no way in hell all these pop, um, I'm sorry, these dancehall niggas that's popping all over the planet now would have even had an opportunity to be popping if Just Give Me the Light didn't come out with Director X and Hype Williams videos and all that kind of shit. But who the fuck am I? I'm just a nigga talking to himself in his house. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I will speak to you tomorrow.